It is such a pleasure to sit down with you today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. <laughs> good. I'm a bit overexcited because there's so much to talk to you about and so much yeah. just to congratulate you on. I mean, oh. are you... No, okay, let's go back to getting the Oscar nomination. And okay. where were you? How did you get the call? What's that whole process like? It was a funny story in this case. I had just flown back from LA to London and I was staying with a friend of mine. And someone, I don't like to know when the nominations are coming out ever. And someone had told me a couple of days before on the red carpet, they were like, so the Oscars are coming out on Tuesday. And I was like, don't say it. But then they did. And for some reason, I had forgotten about it. And then someone else reminded me and then I forgot about it again. So by the time I got to my friend's house, I was so out of it because I had just gotten off a 12 hour flight yeah. that I wasn't thinking about it. And I was watching something on my phone and my friend was next to me and she had her, she was sort of holding her phone like this. Is my mic gone? No, you're fine. No, it's okay. Um, she was holding her phone like this and I was like, are you taking a photograph of me? What are you doing? She was like, no, no, no. She was looking at the nominations to see when oh. they'd come out. And then out of nowhere, she took this like confetti cannon out of her bag and just like exploded it all over me. And her mom ran in and she had balloons and sequins and glitter and all that. And I still didn't know what was going on. And I was and I was so shocked then when they told me so. Um, yeah, they had like decorated the oh, whole house so and I hadn't realised. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so there was confetti everywhere. But the whole time I was like, what are you doing? Why are you throwing <laughs> confetti on me? She's like, you got nominated. <laughs> and so. do you go, oh my God, I did. Like, is it surreal or are you like, yes, I did. I, I feel like I deserved it. Like, you know, what kind of emotions go through your head? Are it you was, proud of the movie? Are you happy for yeah. the whole production team? Yeah, more, more so than anything. I. I got more emotional hearing that Greta had been nominated yeah. than anything else because, you know, she's the fifth woman ever in Academy history to be nominated for Best Director in 90 years. Oh. And she deserves it and is brilliant and the film's brilliant because of her. And so hearing that was mm. just amazing. So mm. that, that made me more emotional than anything. And what is award season like? Like, can you kind of sum it up for us? Is it, because I mean, we just seem to be seeing you every single day, there's new cuttings yeah. of you in a new outfit. Yeah. Is it nuts? Is it exhausting? Is it enjoyable? It's all those things. <laughs> yeah. It's all of that. It, it is mad. Like, it's um, non-stop. And especially over in the States, you know, there's a lot of events to go to and mm. um, and all that. But it's But it's been great. And I think... You know, the other day we went to the um, nominees Oscar luncheon in LA and up until that you're kind of going, oh, I'm getting really tired now, I'm getting really tired. And then you go to that and you sort of go, oh, but it's the Oscars and this yeah. is so exciting. And yeah. we took our class photo and, and it's great and it is great and you have to remember that. And, you know, I think especially this year I have found more so than, than some other years recently that like, all of the films are, are brilliant. Mm. Like they're all really strong and mm. the performances in them are great and the people who made them are really talented. So um, it's been a really good company to be a part of, you know. Can we go right back to when you first, of course you can. I know it's barely within arms So reach. far away. Um, so when you first got the acting book, can you even remember or because your dad was already you know, in that world. Yeah. Is it always just kind of there or can you even remember? Yeah, no, I think I can remember when I got it. Because um, he had been working, he started out in the theatre when I was a baby. Um, and then we went back home and um, 
Uh, and yeah, I, I think probably when I did Atonement, that was when it sort of hit me that it was something that I, that I loved and I wanted to do, you know. And I took it seriously. I think it had gone from being just something that was really fun to do to something that I really felt sort of focused on. You only got focused when you got nominated for an Oscar at <laughs> 13, but like, you already had an amazing season. When I got strange. nominated for an award, I that's was, when I took okay. it seriously. <laughs> When the first oh, yes. Oscar nomination came through, <laughs> um, I was like, okay. <laughs> when you did your early parts, say, say in the clinic and you know, yeah. TV shows, like, was that just, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. give it a go? Or? No, but I, but I had, yeah, well, this is the thing, I still took that seriously. Like, yeah. I had, I, you know, I love just having the crack on set, but. I think it, it was just that it hit me on atonement that I loved it. It was like yeah. falling in love with someone where you just oh, go, wow. oh, this is it, you know? But like when I was doing The Clinic and this other show, Proof mm. 2, that I did, that Thaddeus O'Sullivan had directed, and you know, really great people, and I loved it. And I remember rapping on both of them, and I was like devastated. I thought, I'm never gonna see these people again, and like, you yeah. know, they're out of my life forever. And of course, now we see each other all the time because we're all you know thankfully still working yeah of course and then what's it like for a young school kid going into school after their friends have seen them on tv the night before did it make it weird were they weirded out what was their reaction like to how, when you got a little bit of notoriety i guess when i was a kid everyone was cool everyone was fine everyone was everyone was always great but i think especially when you're a child just kids don't care kids just really don't care which is so lovely yeah. and it's so brilliant and so I even love to see the kids now that are doing it that are just genuinely having fun doing it you know um so they were just sort of like yeah well this is what you missed and here's your homework <laughs> and we're playing basketball do you want to play and it was and it was brilliant and you know then when I was older I was away and I was I was yeah. tutoring when I was away yeah. so um so yeah it was a different experience I was having when I was a teenager were you homeschooled while you were still quite young for what? for a bit yeah for a bit and what um, was the reason behind that what did that it was work because oh, I was working okay. yeah yeah. Wow. And do you feel so, then it just kind of allowed you freedom then to pursue roles and to be a professional actor as well then? Because I, I guess, guess that just wouldn't have happened if your parents had kind of said, no, yeah. no do the Or it would have been put on hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it would have, of course, yeah, it would have affected things for sure. I think it was something that I really loved. I knew I wanted to do it. It was, it was going well. Um, and I was also still being taught, you know, I was still... Yes. I was still working with a tutor. Um, can I ask about your parents, Paul and Monica? Yeah. Um, in terms of like what to do right as a parent, they have completely nailed it. <laughs> um, because look at you, and you know, even in terms of not just raising a child, raising a child actor, which is yeah. going to be difficult. That's hard. What did they do right, or you know, how did they make sure that you're protected and you still got a chance to excel at what you loved? Well, I think that was always what was in their head that like I needed to be, I needed to be protected in order to like do work in order to do my work and enjoy it and and not I think because like you know dad started relatively late he started when he was around like 27 I think or mm -hmm. something like that um and so he had you know gotten a taste of being on a film set a few years after that and he knows how people can get wrapped up in it and my mom saw that too mm -hmm. um and so I think because they had sort of seen that firsthand they knew what to protect me 
from mm -hmm. but they also knew the wonderful things that mm. you know you could experience when you do go to work and when you are working with great filmmakers and I guess because they loved it and appreciated that world too they um yeah they just they knew they knew naturally how to handle it but like it's an ongoing thing and I I think um you consult the, with them the, like with roles and a little bit now, not as much, but I think the dynamic is, you know, that shifts. It's yeah. always shifting, so you're, yeah. everyone's having to adjust to that. But um, no, I'm really lucky. Like I, I have people that I can, I can show scripts to and see what they think. But I also have quite a good idea of like what I want to do mm. and when I want to take a break and things like that. So. And where is home to you now? Where Where do you base yourself then when you're not working? Um, still in Ireland and just wherever else mm. I want to be. <laughs> so yeah. like I'll go sometimes between Ireland and London or if I'm in New York for a bit. Because that's the thing, I, I do forget sometimes, but like I still am actually very young. So <laughs> it makes sense that I'm moving around yes, um, exactly. quite a bit. But yeah. Ireland's always always the base. That's yeah. always where I go back to. So. Good, that's where the suitcase finally gets emptied. Yes. At some stage. Yeah. Okay. Um, downtime for you. Do you get much, because I know you kind of said that there was a period there where you're making movies back to back, you mm -hmm. were on stage in the Crucible. Uh, do you get enough time, do you feel, in between projects to refuel? Can you make that a priority for yourself now? Yeah, I can now, and that's that's what I want to do at the minute, I think, just um, just take, take a bit of time, because this is mad, like, mm. this is all mad, mm. and it's brilliant, but it's, it's, you know, all go, and it's one sort of... Um, one very sort of specific side of the industry. Yes. Um, and so I definitely felt it the last time as well that I just needed a break. And so I think that's something that I need now just to reset and go on a few holidays. Yes. <laughs> and then and then figure out what I want to do, you know. Because um, I did, and I said it to a few people when Lady Bird came out and it started doing really well, I said, you know, I think I want to take a break. And I'd say it to like agents that I know or something, they'd be like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> this is when you ride the wave. Of course. But, um, but I actually feel that, you know, because it's done so well, that if you can be in a fortunate enough position to just take your time to pick what you want to do next, then that's what I want to do anyway. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And do you relax with like the rest of us do? Like, do you watch Netflix? Do <laughs> no. you watch box sets? What no. desserts do you want to do to chill out? What do you like to do? Um, yeah, Netflix. What am I watching at the minute? Finished The Crown a couple oh, of weeks ago. So Brilliant. So great. Um, do you watch? Because I would watch a TV presenter and go, I'd love to host that show. Do you watch a movie or a TV show and go, I would have been great in that? I don't ever necessarily go, I'd be great in it, but what would I love to be in? I would have loved to have done a scene in Girls. Oh yeah. Just a scene. With Lena, yeah. Or just even a walk on part and just go, <laughs> how's life, Hannah? You know, something exactly. like that. Very, very I'd cool. do it exactly like that. Maybe that's why they didn't have me in it. <laughs> um, and you're not on social media. No. And it's kind of ridiculous that this is even a talking point, but was that like a, a conscious decision? Or we just like, oh, I'm just not into it? Or is it something I'm you just, just not, don't have? It's kind of both. It was a conscious de decision because um, then people know too much about you. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not into that. And I was, I mean, I did have a Facebook account and stuff when I was younger, but I just thought it was too much effort. 
just too much effort. And I also, I, I started to have this very like distant relationship with my phone where I just, nice. yeah, where I just, it would stress me out an awful lot and I'd have to turn it off and put it in another room. And at one time after I did that play, before I started Ladybird, I turned my phone off for like two and a half weeks and I just hid it <laughs> in like a laundry basket. Um, and so since then, I've, I haven't felt as like reliant on it. So to me, social networking and all that stuff is just a distraction. And it's just, for me, it's, yeah. it's another, it's just another mindless thing for me to do. But I also feel that for some people, especially with Twitter and things like that, and Instagram, it's a great way to, you know, spread whatever message you want to spread, to communicate with like-minded people or people who are different to you or, catch up with friends, so I, I see what the draw is, but I just kind of wasn't getting anything out of it, mm. so. Speaking of phones, your character in your latest movie, Lady Bird, Lady Bird doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have a phone since <laughs> 2002. Yeah, it's great, isn't yeah. it? Um, she is just such a fantastic character to play. Yeah. Um, but I was nearly shouting at the screen uh, with this mother and daughter uh, dynamic that's been played out. Um, like it's a fraught relationship. Yeah. Did it make you reflect on your own relationship with your own mum? Because some days I was like, how could she do that to her daughter? How could she say that? Yeah. You know, how, how did you feel about playing that out on screen? It was, I loved it. It was really fun. Yeah. It was really fun because Laurie is brilliant. Laurie, who plays incredible. my mum, she's amazing. And I don't have that relationship with, with my mum, but it's fun to play a relationship like that out on screen because mm. there's so much that you can delve into. It's like they're they're right they're right on each other's tails all the time. Like they pull each other up on things, and just even from a technical point of view, it's fun to play those scenes where they're just like on each other, you yeah. know. And then someone jumps out of a car, or whatever, yeah. or then they make up because they've found a dress that they I both like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's brilliant and it's so real, and um, so I loved doing all that stuff with Laurie. Yeah, and then did Greta whet your appetite then for maybe going behind the camera? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was always something that I wanted to do. Um, and I feel like I kind of gravitated towards that for any of my friends who I've grown up with who will probably watch this. I would bully them into like making films when we were much, oh. much younger. And I'd have our little JVC camcorder and I'd be like, right, come on, let's, let's go make a movie. <laughs> and so I'd like write a script out and things like that and I really loved it and that was before I had started acting but I think and and this is the you know the the current conversation about women in any industry um, and women who are in places of power and how we view our power and our success and things like that it's it is some it has been somewhat warped and I think mm -hmm. even when I've thought of you know trying my hand at directing it's been just that and I've never thought of it as being anything more than that and it wasn't until I saw Greta completely like soar and be brilliant and make a brilliant piece of work that I kind of went oh maybe I could do that too you know yeah why can't I dream that big? Yeah, yeah when you see like when you see someone project. who who you can see yourself in do it you kind of go oh I guess there is a place for me yeah. to try that as well you yeah. know um, I won't dwell too much on the Time's Up movement, right? But <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I'm sure you're happy about that. <laughs> but um, Liam Neeson was talking about it recently. He said it does feel like there's a seismic shift. But for you, your experience of the business seems to have been positive, certainly from the outside looking in. Yeah. So will things have changed for you, or will you even notice it? Because 
will you just kind of keep on doing what you're doing and you know you seem to be surrounded by good people yeah I mean I will keep on doing what I'm doing I, I was very very fortunate that like the films I was involved in the type of characters I was playing and the, the filmmakers that I was working with along with my parents meant that it was only ever about doing like good work and never putting me in a position where I felt uncomfortable like even with something like the lovely bones if that hadn't yeah. been handled properly I would have been completely compromised and that's taken advantage of. But that was the last time I met you actually yeah. for that. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so that's gone back. Yeah. yeah, but I know that there are so many scenarios yeah. where people haven't been protected and and also it you know, it, this is an issue for actors and actresses, but it's also an issue for crew members. It's also yeah. an issue for farm workers, it's also yeah. an issue for the girls that are working at McDonald's and you know their boss treats them like crap or whatever it is like it's it's everywhere yeah. and so um I've forgotten what the question was but oh yeah will we see a change right well just that you probably won't feel a change I think I think I will what it what it's done to me is that it's made me open my eyes a bit more Perfect. to the environment, I suppose, on a film set. The environment on most film sets are absolutely wonderful. Good. But one of the things that I have realised is that, you know, apart from in maybe hair and makeup and in your cast, there are no women on set. Oh, There's gosh. no women in a, in a crew, you know. And it's very unusual to find, like, a female boom op or a female yeah. DP or a female director. and. Um, you know that's something that I've that I've only realised recently, and I was sort of blind to it mm -hmm. because that was the norm. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's about having a new normal, the the right normal. You yeah. know. Um. So when you were thirteen, you were nominated for an Oscar. Twenty three, you're nominated again. Yeah. When you're thirty three, where do you see yourself? <laughs> Can you even think well, ahead? Well, um, thirty three. I. When you're a kid, do you think you are able to? So like when you're a kid, you're like, well, when I'm 45, I'll definitely be doing this. I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. what I'll be doing when I'm 33. I, I mean, with the way I am now, I would like to be making my own stuff and, you know, having a lovely work life, but also having a lovely real life. Um, I, it, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I just think it's really healthy to have both, if yeah. you can, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Your mate Ed Sheeran said that uh, if and when he became a dad, he would possibly turn his back on music altogether and he right. would just want to concentrate on that. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself, that ever happening to you, having a family, just being like, do you know what, no, this is my life now and acting can be yeah. for a while? Yeah, I mean... I, you don't know what way having a kid in particular is going to affect you, you know, because there's so many, there are so many parents that you'll meet where they kind of go, no, this is what I want to do, this is my priority, and maybe this is what I'm going to dedicate myself to for the next five years yeah. or whatever. But I think one of the things I've realised is that you can only plan so much. I think definitely at this point, being as lucky as I am at the minute, it's been important for me to not um, overwhelm myself with loads and loads yeah. of work because I think it's it'd be very easy to fall out of love with it you know I mean Ed is also very very busy and tours for like two years on the trot and it's that's a really intense 
life. Whereas I think with film, you can kind of, you can go do a job for a couple of months and then take yeah, a year off. Yeah. So. It's such a joy to sit down with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That was lovely. Thank you. Oh, so much. I love that. <laughs>